0: hello this is William Jackson welcome to another episode of my quest to teach digital evangelism and I want to say July 2021 started off very well the weather here in Jacksonville Florida is beautiful we are having some occasional afternoon or an occasional morning thunder showers that go by very quickly Um, The funny thing about Florida, if you're listening in Florida, is that it could be raining on one side of the street and perfectly dry on the other side of the street. So it's a really interesting weather phenomenon that when the clouds, you know, take their little lazy time going over, they can deposit rain on one side and not the other side. So it's interesting to see. And also every once in a while, it will be raining and the sun is out. And, um, you know, there's a lot of scientific speculation about that. I just say it's the Lord's work. The Lord wants one side to be wet. He'll make it wet. If the Lord does not want a side of the street or the corner or whatever to be wet, he can do that too. It is his world and he does what he sees fit, which makes this world a beautiful place in of itself. If we just take the time to look and listen to the spirit. One of the things I wanted to share today is happy 4th of July. Um, This is the 4th of July weekend coming up. And I have been
1: sharing information
0: on this podcast since the first week in April. And my goal has been to every Tuesday and Thursday, share some content. And um, I did miss a couple of Thursdays Um, I have to apologize for that. You know, life happens and you get caught up doing things and you intend to record something for your podcast and then you forget or something happens. But I try to be steadfast and true to my goals to every Tuesday and Thursday to share some type of content. June's content was dedicated to fathers because my birthday is on June 10th. And I wanted to make June 10th um, content dedicated to fathers and dads Uh, may has moms so i did not really share anything in may about moms so moms if you're listening please forgive me i will be sure to make up for it in may of 2022 actually i'm planning and trying to coordinate having guests on my podcast and the various episodes to talk about their faith, um, their walk with Christ, and also how they are using technology, integrating it into ministry. Um, Several projects I have going on is my primary blog, which is myquesttoteach.com, that is on the WordPress platform. Um, Aida and I, we are planning to attend several WordCamp conferences this summer, although they're virtual, they still have the same excitement, they still have the same fun, they still have the same value. Uh, we'll be speaking um, in a couple of weeks at WordCamp Santa Clarita um, in California, but we'll be virtual. And we are blessed to be able to talk about our relationship as husband and wife and teaching and, t- teaching and sharing and being involved in kids camp that goes along with the WordCamp conferences. Kids' camps are equivalent to WordCamps for the adults, but what we and others do is we collaborate into integrating science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics into the content to teach youth, teens and young adults from the age of seven to 14, 15, how to develop content. And then when you have that content, how to post it online. So we are in multiple Projects that are ongoing and continuous. Um, that is just one of them. The other one is we're um, collaborating with um, the Appleton Library System in Appleton, Wisconsin for this summer as well um, in, in about two weeks. And we're going to be teaching some STEAM workshops in the afternoon. So, since they're central time, we are two hours ahead of them. So, we're going to be coordinating having our STEAM workshops on, I believe it's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We're gonna be doing three days of STEAM projects online. We're also gonna be working with WordFest 2021. And it's similar to WordCamps, only their focus is a little bit different. They are working with those that are influencers in not just the WordCamp and WordPress community, but who have a global presence and who are sharing their content, sharing their podcasts, sharing the information On a global platform that inspires others to achieve their their greatness now when i say greatness that does not necessarily mean money it does not mean money it means to use the skills talents and abilities that the lord has blessed you with um and i often talk about this because um being in my late 50s i have a big appreciation for the talents the lord has blessed me with and with maturity Um, I understand that I didn't have to have these talents. The Lord could have blessed somebody else, but he saw fit to give these talents to me and not to keep them to myself, but to share them with others. And as a teacher to inspire uh, my students that I work with at uh, my school that I teach at, currently teach at Twin Lakes Middle School within the Duval County Public School System here in Jacksonville, Florida. And as I say that, and as I ponder that, and I think of it, Um, I have a responsibility as an adult, I have a responsibility as a parent, I have a responsibility as a member of the body of Christ and the church of Christ, and a follower of Christ to do the best that I can to mentor, to teach, and to help youth, teens, and young adults achieve their goals. So as Aida and I are, are doing things this summer, I would be remiss if I did not give a shout out to our new venture on Clubhouse we are so blessed to participate in so many clubhouse discussions and um, dialogues on uh, education technology stem and steam entrepreneurships being business owners um, being people of color i'm african-american i eat as afro-latina and that means a lot because we face various challenges that people who are non-black who are non-afro-latina who are non-hispanic would not face. So it is important that we show the best job that we can and teaching and mentoring and guiding young people to help them overcome obstacles in life because they will face obstacles. Even at at my age of just turning 59 um, on June 10th, I still face challenges. Um, I will face age discrimination in some cases, I will face Uh, racial discrimination in some cases I will face uh, people's biases against me as a black male I will face stereotypes that the media plays um, that people will see and they will judge me by those stereotypes so I have to make sure that I keep my faith wrapped around me wrapped around my heart that I continue to conduct myself as a member of the body of Christ and treat everyone and see everyone as my brothers and sisters and treat them with love as christ would have us do uh, with that said what I wanted to talk about today Was I was thinking of a title and the title is view the world as a christian went on social media and the basis for this platform is to see our connections and see our influence as members of the body of christ as christians On social media Uh, that's the primary focus and I may branch off to other areas but seeing how Christians are inundated with technology your children your grandchildren nieces and nephews are using technology and it's important that we understand that even with technology we can use that to build the kingdom of God we can use that to share our faith with others locally globally and nationally and it's important that we keep ourselves, keep each other accountable. Um, as I said before, as a, as a parent, as an educator, as a Christian, uh, I share with my children when they were younger that I just can't go off and do crazy stuff. I just can't go off and, and act out of character. I can't go off and just do something that would hurt somebody's feelings or do something that would embarrass myself or embarrass others because I'm representative of Christ. And I have to take that to heart and I have to be serious about that because Christ is teaching me and molding me and shaping me to when he's ready to call me home to be in the kingdom of our Lord, I have to be right with him. And I have to understand my place and my responsibilities. And uh, he was the best role model because not only did he walk the walk of his father, which is our Lord, but he talked the talk and he died on the cross he literally died on the cross when he made that statement when when that when he gave up the ghost when it was finished when he was done when he was complete he gave up his spirit he was buried for three days now just imagine being buried for three days um even though they wrapped the body and preserved it um with uh, liniment and oils and fragrances they wrapped jesus's body and they put it in a cave they closed the cave um and he he lay there for three days and when he was ready he got up and he got it with all power and all glory as he sits on the right hand of our lord but when he got up he stayed with us for 40 days and he still taught and he still mentored and he still healed and he still did miraculous things until he was ready to go to his father. So it's important that we understand that these are are factual truths um, that we need to study and we need to understand and apply to our day-to-day lives. So I have 12 things that we can view the world as a Christian and keep in context, the importance of it and the relevancy even today In 2021 so again welcome to the podcast my quest to teach digital evangelism so starting with number one have a view of the world as a Christian when posting content we are living in this world but we do not have to act like the world on social media sites and platforms we're using these platforms we're using these apps we're using these sites to share different content whether it's traditional text Whether it's video, whether it's multimedia, whatever you're using, the content that we are sharing is representative of us and it represents our view of the world. So as I've talked before to my students, the Internet has good parts and bad parts because it represents the world that we live in. So we don't have to be like the world, even though we are in the world. Uh, Number two, make room for God's spirit in your words, deeds and actions. God sees each of us. He sees our hearts. He sees our mind. Um, And we have to think, is our mind correct for what we're posting and who we're following as Christians? As members of the body of Christ, we have a responsibility to share our faith in a loving way on and offline. So that doesn't mean we have to follow everybody in the world. That doesn't mean that we have to quote scripture every time we get online but we have to be authentic and true as christians that we post content that doesn't embarrass us it doesn't embarrass christ it doesn't embarrass god it doesn't embarrass our families and you know it's the old adage that if you're if your grandmother or grandfather can't read the post then maybe it shouldn't be up there and you know taking it at another level if christ um would disapprove of the post, not to post it, and people say, "Well, how do I know that?" Well, the Holy Spirit is within you. Ask the Holy Spirit, and your sense of self-worth, and your sense of importance, and your sense of being a Christian, um, your conscience will guide you as well. So we have to be careful. Also, in our our videos and our photos, we can't take pictures with everybody in the world because we have to be careful of who we are associating with there's a term called guilt by association and we have to be very careful um, who we associate ourselves who we associate ourselves with and and combine ourselves with number three are you obedient to the spirit when you post content about your church the minister the elders the deacons and the workers in the church we can either attract people that may be lost or we can push them away through our digital content. I have been so blessed that posting content um, from a, from Aide and I attending San Jose Church of Christ about our minister um, Joel Singleton, about what's going on in church, what's happening in the church, um, what he's teaching that particular Sunday, or what the series is. And it's important that I represent through my content the spirit of Christ and the ministry. But if I was bad-mouthing the minister, if I was bad-mouthing the deacons and elders, what do you think people would would, would say? It's like, how can a person um, say that, okay, he loves the Church of Christ, he loves the, the ministry, he's learning, he's growing, but I'm talking bad about, um, I'm talking bad about Joel, anywhere from the clothes that he wears or how he ministers or what he's teaching. Um, that is not my responsibility to judge anyone. And I I I will be held accountable for my words, deeds, and actions as you are that are listening. So when our ministers are teaching, when our elders and deacons are praying, or when the workers of the church are doing the jobs that they that they're responsible for, we cannot afford to to ridicule them or cast doubt upon them or talk about them or gossip, gossip about them because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Number four what brand do you follow with your content yes we do have a brand and I talked about this earlier in other podcasts our brand is Christ we are members of the body of Christ and that is our brand the brand we have is the Lord Jesus Christ if you believe it or not Um, and we have to think about how does our content represent him and the kingdom of God when when Christ rose from the dead and he taught what was his message The kingdom of God it wasn't about him it wasn't about what he could do it wasn't about he can raise people from the dead or heal the sick it was about the kingdom of God so everything he did um, he put into that context as we should do through our words deeds and actions we can bring people to Christ and allow the Holy Spirit and Christ to come upon that person and to to inspire them to want to be saved to want to want to know learn more about the kingdom of god to want to be members of the body of christ and to share their faith of where they came from to get to where they are and where they're hopefully going in the future Um, our brand is very important because it, it is represent representative of our walk as well so we have to know where we're walking we have to know who we're walking with Uh, Number five, pray on what is keeping you from a full relationship with the Lord and make the necessary changes in your life. Assessing content that builds your knowledge and builds your ability to be a disciple. So the best that we can do is one, attend church and learn from the minister, learn from the evangelist, learn from the man of God. Two, attend a Bible study so we can fellowship with brothers and sisters of Christ. So that, we, that way we can share the content that is important and that is invaluable for each of us. The next thing that we can do is as we share our faith, change our behaviors and our attitudes, because people will notice your change in your behavior and attitude as you build a deeper relationship with Christ. That doesn't mean you're building a relationship with the world. That means you're building a relationship with Jesus Christ and following his love. For everyone and you will notice it and those around you will notice it too and that's not saying that you're going to be perfect that's just saying you're going to try to do your best to be um, a representative of our faith Uh, here's a message for fathers uh, number six fathers don't concentrate on physical comforts to find peace and love focus on what God has placed in your life now fathers represent the lord in your words deeds and actions if we profess to be men of god what does our online engagement and content really say about us so statistically and looking at analytics there are more women online than men there are more women sharing content but i think the influence is still there when men speak online about their experiences in their life Um, as a member of the body of clubhouse I'm also a member of, and I was wondering if people caught that, if people caught what I just said. Um, I am a member of the body of Christ, not Clubhouse. But people, when they're on social media platforms, have the opposite idea that they are a member of that body which supersedes Christ, and that's a fallacy, that's not correct. Your faith it's important because your faith will lead and guide you through life and christ will cover you through all situations but when you're part of an online uh, group you can still share your faith by your content you can still share your faith by your beliefs you can still share your faith by how you advise others and it's very important that, that in online offline We are representative of what we follow and that's Christ Um, for number seven fathers would you rather change your relationship to make it stronger with God or would you rather stay comfortable in the physical of the world the world will never save you in fact the world wants your death to be meaningless tragic ugly and embarrassing to the Lord so if the devil can use the social media platforms the lord can use you on social media platforms you just make a choice who has mastery over who you are you make a choice of who you're going to follow and who you're going to believe you make that choice of what is more important to you following christ or following um the devil cuz he's using it the sites that have pornography that draw people away from christ the sites that have violence that that draw people away from their relationship with christ the sites to have illegal drugs or illicit drugs that pulls them away of being responsible with their money and their time with their family and friends sites that create a narrative of prejudice and racism and stereotypes that pull people away from loving their brothers and sisters no matter what color they are there is so much that is going on now that people may not may feel that they don't know where to turn to my suggestion is turn to christ christ loved everybody he didn't care about the color of your skin he didn't care about your gender he didn't care about anything other than he loved you for who you are he sees your heart he sees your soul he sees your mind and he wants you to build a relationship with him that will create the necessary changes that will bring you peace so fathers it is really important that you want your life to be meaningful to be ter- terrific to be unifying and to be edifying to the Lord uh, number eight the Spirit of God is enough to cause you to never thirst for anything else again this is why it is important for fathers to be careful what to put into their bodies and into your sights you are role models for your children and even those that are watching you. So fathers, we have a responsibility each and every day. We are role models. We are mentors. God made us first in his image. So we have a responsibility to do the best that we can each and every day for the children that are watching us, not just our own, but others, for the other fathers and other men that are looking at us and that are seeking strength. Um, I can't believe um, in the past, Um, How um, young men would walk up to me and say, you know, Mr. Jackson, you know, I'm following you online I like what you're posting. It's always positive. It's always uplifting, you know, keep doing the good works So I I can't tell you how many young men through the years have told me um, How much they appreciate it and like the content I create and I thank them very much and I try to stay humble and I, I share my humility even here because it's not just me. These are the talents and skills and abilities that the Lord has blessed me with that I want to use in a positive light. So I encourage my brothers and sisters out there, um, continue to post positive content, continue to post positive pictures, continue to share your faith in in embracing your relationship with Christ. It's important because you never know who's following you. So number 10 says, um, in spirit and in truth, What fathers should be continuously searching for is a closer relationship with the Lord. Think about your actions as youth, teen and and a young adult and an adult now. We each have a choice and a relationship with the Lord. So our choice should be building a stronger relationship with God. Our choice should be being closer with the Lord so we can talk to him day and night or anytime. Um, Aida and I have made the commitment made the choice to pray in the morning before we go to work and pray at night before we go to sleep and um you know it's it's sometimes it's difficult sometimes it's challenging because of everyday life but we have seen the change in our life um in our relationship our our relationship as husband and wife our relationship with christ um together and separate because it is an individual relationship that we're working on and that we're building but as a husband and wife um, you never know who's watching you and who is wondering what what kind of marriage do they have? How are they holding their marriage together in times such as coronavirus? Or how are they holding their lives together um, as as recently as when I had my cancer surgery on February 12th? Um, that was a defining time for me in my life because I always felt in my heart and my mind and my spirit that God is not done with me yet. He is not calling me home yet because he has more works for me to do so i keep that in my mind and i keep in my mind the responsibility as a husband and the responsibility as a father to do the works the lord would have me do for number 11 fathers your spirituality is more important than intellectual belief it is the be- it is the belief in the spirit of god allow the holy spirit to place seeds in others that you engage with in and out of your family. So I have to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me. I have to allow the Holy Spirit to work within me. I have to give myself to the Holy Spirit and say, hey, you take control. I trust you. I submit myself to you. I humble myself to you so that you can use me to help build God's kingdom. And it it takes practice and it takes work. It takes commitment and it takes faith to do that because giving yourself to the Holy Spirit, this is something unseen. So we live by faith, not by sight. So we must be honest with ourselves and our commitment to be Christians and follow Christ. And finally, number 12, seek the spirit of God more, worship more in spirit and in truth. When you are worshiping, you are humbling yourself to the lord you're humbling yourself to the holy spirit you're seeking continued blessings grace and mercy we didn't earn grace and mercy we didn't earn, it was given to us by the lord because he loves us so much experience the spirit leading you closer to the lord and share the power of the spirit through your words deeds and actions now i mentioned that quite a bit words deeds and actions because I believe in it. Your words, deeds and actions define you. Your words, deeds and actions are what people are gonna look at. Some people are gonna listen to what you say. Some people are gonna look at what you do. Some people are gonna respond to your actions, both verbal and nonverbal. So through our words that we speak, through the deeds that we do in our homes and in our communities, and in the actions that we display in the world are very key and important pieces as members of the body of Christ so I just want to share with you that keep working at it don't give up keep trying stay in prayer and praise and worship and fellowship and remember iron sharpens iron we cannot do these these works on our own we need the Holy Spirit we have to have the Holy Spirit we have to trust in each other and we have to love each other so this is William Jackson Thank you again for listening to me teach and preach on My Quest to Teach Digital Evangelism. And as I said before, reach out to me on uh, email, teach at icloud.com. Let me know how you're doing. Um, if I can pray for you, um, send me a message if you would like me to pray for you or pray for a family member. And um, I will spend some time during the day and the evening praying for you and those of you who would like me to pray for you um i also want to share that i am a member my wife and i were our family are members of san jose church of christ and i am inviting you to worship we have worship on sundays our bible study is 9:30 to 10 15. our service worship service starts at 10:30, and we have a wonderful time learning and growing We have a wonderful children's ministry youth teen and young adult ministry as well and i just want to invite you if it if it sits right with your heart if you're in the area or if you're in jacksonville come fellowship come worship with us um, come allow us to talk to you if you need a bible study if you need uh, someone to pray or someone to teach you how to pray ours is the place so sending love peace and happiness Be safe this 4th of July and God bless.